Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Hometown Bluegrass Show, presented by Allen Music Shop, downtown Paducah. This is the very first episode of our podcast, and I'm here with the one, the only, Josh Williams. Hey, hey, hey. We are here in Allen Music Shop in one of the uh, music rooms uh, doing this podcast, and we're excited that they have come on board as our presenting sponsor, uh, as well as other sponsors we've got going, and we want to share all that with you tonight on our first episode. How you doing, man? I'm making it. I'm making it. it. All right. (laughs) Did you make it through Christmas? I did. Made it through New Year. Made it through New Year. Here we are in 2024. Yep. Hard to believe, ain't it? I tried... I tried to write 2023 so many times today, and obviously, oh, yeah. you know, it's not right anymore, yeah. but it was just the weirdest thing to write that four on there. I you know. wouldn't think it would make that big of a difference. I know. It I've done the same thing, it's, that's for sure. But um, we are in a new year and new exciting times for the Hometown Bluegrass Show, and we're excited you have uh, chose to join us. Um, so we're going to take uh, some time and just kind of start this podcast. We don't know what we're doing. Do you know what you're doing? No, no. Oh, I don't need. So, but that's usually my case. Yeah. So. Well, we're just going to wing it and it's hope you guys my enjoy. <laughs> that's my style. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, we're going to start off with a uh, little bluegrass music news. Um, this segment is brought to you by the Duck Blind Bar and Grill in Barlow, Kentucky. All right. Uh, proud to have them on board as one of our sponsors. Uh, they got burgers and beer and pizza and live music. Uh, downtown Barlow, Kentucky. If you've never been to Barlow, you're missing out. My hometown, actually. But uh, it's, uh, it's in Ballard County, and uh, you need to go check them out at the Duck Blind Bar and Grill. And so let's, um, in news today, let's just recap. You know, this is the first of the year, 2023. A lot of crazy things going on. Um, I guess, first of all, we had some very big losses in the bluegrass industry. We did, um, yes. You know, with uh, the loss of... Uh, uh, Bobby Osborne and uh, you know Jesse McReynolds and um, of course Terry Bauckham, who you uh, worked with a lot. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, I know that was a great loss for the bluegrass community. Oh man, there'll never be another Bach. Yeah, know? and uh, so you might have heard our intro music um, for our podcast. It's the song Mordecai with Josh singing, and uh, I know the uh, the video that's so popular with the bird landing on your guitar. Bach was playing the banjo on that. He and, sure uh, was. That was probably a fun night. Where was that at? That was at uh, Denton, North Carolina. Oh, okay. Doyle Lawson's Festival. I got you. Well, you need to check that out. Go to YouTube and type in, oh gosh, I guess Josh Williams' bird or something. Yeah. <laughs> and it won't be him flying the bird. It'll be him uh, with a bird landing on his guitar, hopefully. so. Uh, but check that out. It's a pretty neat video. Uh, but um, yeah, a lot of big losses, and uh, but there's a lot of other great news in uh, the bluegrass world. Um, in 2023, of course, the IBMA uh, Music Awards ended with um, uh, Entertainer of the Year, Billy Strings. Uh, obviously, uh, I've never seen him live, but uh, have you ever met Billy? Uh, no, I haven't. Um, obviously, a uh, pretty big entertainer. And uh, Album of the Year was Molly Tuttle, and uh, her band with the Crooked Tree also got Song of the Year, Vocal Group of the Year, Authentic Unlimited, which is really no surprise to me. Doyle Lawson's uh, former band and mm-hmm. uh, just a bunch of great guys. I'm sure you've worked with um, the Instrumental Group of the Year, the Traveling McCurries, and then the New Artist of the Year, ironically, is also Authentic Unlimited. So uh, had some great awards that went out there in the IBMA world. Um, so, uh, any other news you can think of that went on that you can remember? 
Well, uh, the only news that I can think of at the moment is is uh, news about a new band coming out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so watch for that. It's a group called Southern Legacy. Yeah. It's myself and Don Rigsby and uh, let's see who else is in it. Mike Anglin is playing bass. Of course, Don's playing mandolin and singing tenor. Um, we've got the fabulous Ron Block mm-hmm. playing banjo with us nice. and second guitar. Yeah. And uh, we're going to be recording a few of his songs. Cool. Uh, yeah, I'm look, really looking forward to that. And we just uh, we just hired on Steve Thomas to play fiddle with us. Awesome. Now, he played back in the 80s with Del McCurry, and he played uh, with the Osborne Brothers. You know, he's played with a lot of folks. Mm-hmm. But it's just been, he's been in the country world for the last 25 years. You oh, know? okay. So he's been playing more fiddle and mandolin and guitar for Lori Morgan and yeah. Terry Clark and you name them. You know, yeah. I mean, he's played with just about everybody. Well, that's cool. But yeah, it's going to be an interesting band, man. Yeah. Well, I went and saw. You know, I was at Rudy Fest this summer, and you guys were there, kind yeah, of getting started. Right. And uh, um, so, um, not that exact lineup, but I know Ron Block was there, and you and Don mm-hmm. Rigsby, and I think Aubrey Haney was on fiddle at yeah, that he time. Was, yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, should be a great. Uh, a great lineup. You guys got a lot of dates planned, or I know you're. I saw you on the bill at Cherokee. Yeah, uh, was that right? Mm-hmm. I saw that coming yep. up this summer. And yeah, we've got quite a few bookings already. That's so. awesome, man. We're really looking forward so to this excited. year. So excited! So excited! Well, I'm glad to see you get back out there and get to playing a little bit. And, man, uh, it's I know so you good to be back out. <laughs> I, you you don't realize how much you miss something you know until it's just gone you yeah. know like when i came off the road which i did so for a good reason right you know i did so for my kids right yeah exactly. um, with me working the way that i was working with Rhonda, mm-hmm. um there would just be zero time for me to see my kids and I, mm-hmm. that's just not an option so yeah. i had to come up with something else you know right. so i came off the road for a while took a day job that i really like mm-hmm. and uh, i want to keep yeah so, uh, and most of the guys in Southern Legacy also have a job that they want to keep, yeah. you know, and, and, uh, it just, it, it works out really well. And we, we're not going to play a hundred dates a year, nothing mm-hmm. like that. We're 30, 40 at the absolute most. And that's mm-hmm. it, you know? Yeah. That's all well, we're that's doing. a good range. I think that's a good number to keep you busy and sharp and still get you that feel of being out there. I think so. I think so. Yeah. And not lose your regular good paying job, right? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. what is it they say? You make tens and tens of dollars in bluegrass. Music? That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, that'll be exciting uh, uh, for sure. You guys need to get out and check out Southern Legacy, uh, the new band with Josh Williams and Don Rigsby, um, and uh, they'll be uh, coming to a festival near you soon. I promise you. So, um, well, speaking of, you know, we lost Terry Bauckham, um you know, earlier in the year, and I know you worked with him a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any cool story from the road? To put, I'll just put you on the spot. Anything <laughs> you could think of uh, that uh, – I know you told me one before. We can't really share on the air, but uh, is there any funny thing that um, – Yeah, most of the stuff that I can't – you know, most of the stuff is stuff that you don't want to share too much of. Uh, <laughs> but um, uh, he was he was known for his one-liners. Yeah. He had the sharpest wit that he could come up with something just, and it would be profoundly hilarious if that makes sense. <laughs> it, he's just one of those people that that when he started to speak, it wasn't a whole bunch, but when he did, it mattered. Yeah, you know, when people listened. And uh, 
I know this a particular story that actually didn't happen with me, uh, but he was uh, talking about, you know, I think it happened at IBMA one year, and he was listening to a jam session and stuff, and uh, somebody came up to him and said, Balkum, you're the man. And he said, I'm not the man, man. If I was the man, I'd be in the middle of those cats singing tenor and beat. <laughs> you know, he just he loved people that could just absolutely sing through the because he was a bass singer, right? You know, so he had a low voice, and uh, he uh, uh, he always loved Lou Reed, Lou singing. Oh yeah, you know. So yeah, I was very fortunate to get to do some fun things with them. Um, we had talked about doing uh, a tour of uh, Lou and and Terry and myself, and uh, they were gonna try to get i think they were going to call uh was it either marcus or it's uh uh i can't remember who else they mentioned but we we did a show one time before and we had wes golding on there with us Mm -hmm. and he was the guitar player and singer for boone creek and wrote the song uh raining in la oh yeah you know wrote a whole bunch of really cool songs yeah um and that was really fun yeah, that man. was really fun. That's cool. Yeah, most of most of the stories that I have with uh, with Bach, though, um, he was just a great guy, and most of them have some swear words. <laughs> 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 yeah. But you know, he was just all around great dude. Yeah. Well, speaking of high voices, you, I think you told me one time you thought the greatest singer in all of bluegrass was uh, bobby osborne mm-hmm. and you know so speaking of that high tenor you know it's sad to lose him as well did you ever get to play mm-hmm. with bobby i did, did you? yeah cool. i got to play with him a little bit yeah not a bunch yeah but i got to be on a couple recordings with him yeah and uh uh i'm trying to think of where it was that i played with him um it wasn't like the normal thing either it was yeah. like uh uh something for compass records yeah and uh so i got to be a part of that in sierra hole and yeah uh, i can't remember who all was on there yeah but that was fun yeah that's cool and man he was in good voice that day was he yes (laughs) he's on he's so clear it's like crystal (laughs) yeah i know it man there's there's few people in the world that will ever sound like that you know that can sound like that Mm mm-hmm and you know what the funny thing is, is they had a hard time getting along a lot of the time. But his biggest fan was his brother, Sonny. Mm-hmm. Sonny loved Bobby. Like, hmm. looked up to him so much. Really? Yeah. Just, and he said he was the best. You know, of <laughs> course, we lost Sonny first. Yeah. You know, before losing Bobby. But, yeah. Um, yeah, what a loss, man. What a loss. Yeah, it is. It's a loss, and you hate to see it. But um, it's, you know, the golden era of bluegrass, you know, that kind of set the course for all of this great music. Then, you know, they're kind of starting to die off a little bit, and it's it's sad. But um, um, we always got their music. That's the cool thing about music. So It is. But, um, well, as we sit here uh, recording this podcast inside of Allen Music Shop, uh, downtown in Paducah, Kentucky. This is cool. We get to um, be here amongst all these great Martin guitars and and uh, all these other th- great things they got here. So um, um, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, 
um, we're going to have Josh play a little something, maybe give you a lesson, might even learn something if you stick around. And uh, we will be back right after this. Allen Music, located in historic downtown Paducah, Kentucky, is your source for fine guitars and all types of acoustic instruments. At Allen Music, we are experienced and enthusiastic players of everything we offer. Allen Music is family-owned and has been serving musicians since 1976. So stop by and thank them for supporting bluegrass music. Allen Music, 215 Kentucky Avenue, downtown Paducah, or check them out online at allenmusicshop.com. Custom Automotive in Calvert City, Kentucky has been a family-operated business for over 50 years. When you call Custom Automotive, you'll talk to an experienced tire and wheel expert. They install wheels and tires on thousands of vehicles every year in addition to their online sales. Stop by and thank them for supporting bluegrass music. Custom Automotive, Highway 62, Calvert City, Kentucky, 270-395-7611. Or visit them online at customautoonline.com. The Duck Blind, located in Barlow, Kentucky, is your neighborhood restaurant, bar, and grill. Stop by and try their burgers, the shotgun fixings, the greenhead taco salad, or the pintail pizza. They also are a full-service spirit store with a drive-thru. It's a great family atmosphere with live music on the back patio. The Duck Blind Bar and Grill in Barlow, Kentucky. All right, welcome back to the Hometown Bluegrass Show. I'm your host, Tim Batts, and I'm sitting here with Mr. Josh Williams. And uh, you are listening to the Hometown Bluegrass Show podcast presented by Allen Music Shop. Dot com in downtown Paducah. I like saying it. Dot com. Yeah. It just flows, yeah. you know. Yeah, Allen Music Shop. Dot com. You look good saying it, too. I do. I'm pretty sexy, man. But uh, anyway, we're going to uh, get on the road here a little more. We we talked a little bit about, uh, before the break, losing Bobby Osborne and uh, Terry Bauckham. We also lost the great Jesse McReynolds. Uh, did you get to play with him much? I did, actually. I got to play with him a, a few different times. The first time that I ever played with him, we got to, I got to play the uh, – he did like a uh, – basically like a Grateful Dead record. Whoa, really? Yeah, yeah. So I got to play with him on all of that stuff. I think I read that, actually. Yeah, and yeah. it was pretty good. Was it? Yeah, it was really good. Was it like Grateful Dead covers? or Yeah, really? yeah. Huh. Yeah, it was really cool, I'll man. I don't think I could name a Grateful Dead song. <laughs> oh, surely you could. Surely I don't know, man. I, I'm thinking like right now, and I can't come up with one. But well, they did a lot of bluegrass songs. They really did. They did a a, a lot of like the um, Bill Monroe era of you know uh, Jerry was in a band uh, called Olden in the Way before the Grateful Dead. Oh, okay. And he played banjo in that group. I got you. So uh, he was buddies with Peter Rowan and uh, uh, Grisman, you yeah. know, those guys. So Faster Clements. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, we're getting off subject. Um, but we did a, we did that, and then when I was working with Rhonda, we did uh, uh, a night at the Ryman with Legends of Bluegrass. And we had Mac Wiseman was there, and he did the first part of the show, and then... Uh, Sonny and Bobby uh, came out. Bobby Osborne, Sonny Osborne. That was the first time they performed together in over 20 years. Wow. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. 
and it was funny because Sonny was so nervous, but he was looking forward to it. Man, you Sonny was Bobby's biggest fan. Really? Yes. Yes. Well, why didn't they play together so long? Sonny, were they on the outs or something? Or no, just, just... no. Uh, I mean, they had their ups and downs. You yeah. know, knowing them two of knowing how they were. You know, I'm sure there was a lot of downs. You yeah. Know? But um, uh, Sonny had so, uh, surgery on his shoulder, on his left shoulder, and when they got done with the surgery, his arm wouldn't go up high enough to play a banjo. Oh. It would only go like halfway instead of being able to reach up. You know, he couldn't do it. Oh, wow. Okay. So it was just uncomfortable for him, and he got tired of having to stand there while somebody else played banjo. Mm-hmm. You know? So he just figured it was time for him to retire. Right. But uh, we did that, and uh, let's see, who else was on that show? Um, oh, Jesse. Jesse was on that one. Yeah. So uh, he came out and did Deep Ellum Blues, and and uh, it seems like we did. Did we do El Comanchero on the show? Something like that. But anyway, it was, uh, it was a really fun night, man. It was a really good time. And getting to play with all those guys. Yeah, know? at the Ryman. So, mm-hmm. you know, so it tops it off. <clears throat> Well, speaking of playing, uh, like I said, we are here in Allen Music Shop, uh, surrounded by stuff. Uh, I want to do a segment in each podcast where you kind of give some kind of musical tip, fill the people with your knowledge, you know. So, you know. <laughs> don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> or don't do this. But um, um, won't you grab that Martin guitar right there off the wall? What is that? What kind is that? It's just a D28. So Josh teaches guitar guitar lessons here at allen music and um so if you are uh, interested in that you need to to look them up allenmusicshop.com or give them a call um you can find them on facebook at allen music shop and um but um so he gets the luxury of coming in here to teach lessons and um just um grab a any old guitar off the wall that's right and uh so um, but anyway, what are you going to educate us with today, man? Oh, I don't know. Um, I gotta find all these cables here. Um, I uh, uh, was just teaching a student a little bit ago, uh, and we were working on a couple of things. But one thing that we had talked about, and actually the last time he was here, this was his lesson. Um, It is uh, Tony's version of Cattle in the Cane. Let's see if I can play it. Bye. 
That ain't how it goes. <laughs> Not an easy one to play. But. Yeah, no doubt. So you were teaching a student that one? Yeah. Man, must be a pretty good student. <laughs> he is. He's great. And he's, he's young. He's still in high school. Wow. But uh, our friend uh, Nathan Lynn from the Will Hen House. Rousters. Yes, yes. Yeah. So his it's his son. Okay. His son, Sam. Yeah. Sam's a great little picker, man. Yeah. That's awesome. But I was showing him the, the, the B part. Or the the second time through, which yeah. is just mind blowing. You know, who comes up with this when you're playing? Who comes up with this? So Tony came up with it, right? I mean, who comes up with it? It almost sounds like a U2 lift there, man. You know? That's amazing. Yeah, and then the... Uh, awesome so i guess you teach other students as well maybe not even that advanced right i mean yeah everywhere from beginners to you know yeah to advanced players that's pretty awesome i'm pretty sure my martin d28 don't have all them notes on it i didn't buy it with all them i think i bought the one i bought just has like five or six chords on it i got a discounted price on it (laughs) (laughs) but um but you can come down here and buy a brand new Martin D28 from Allen Music. and uh, Which is exactly it, what this is. Yeah. And this is a great sounding guitar, too, man. It's not herringbone. It's just a standard D28. Yeah. But, man, it sounds so good. And look at the look at the back there. Wow. I wish y'all could see this. It's yeah. Beautiful. It's 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 uh, Indian rosewood, but it's, it's almost got like a purple hint in it, you know? Which oh, yeah. Is kinda, I see that, yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's really pretty. Yeah. And a great sounding little guitar, man. It is. It is. Well, folks, we're going to continue on uh, right after this break. We're actually, each podcast, we're going to try to interview somebody in the music industry and preferably the the bluegrass music industry. But tonight we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to interview the owner of Allen Music Shop uh, since they have agreed to be our presenting sponsor, uh, Brandon Allen. is uh, going to be our guest tonight, and we're going to talk to him and uh, see kind of how the music shop got started and see how they can cater to bluegrass musicians 
like yourself. So you guys stay tuned, and we'll be back with Brandon Allen right after this. For over 50 years, Puckett's Jewelry in Benton, Kentucky has been a trusted choice for fine jewelry that will last a lifetime and help you celebrate life's most precious moments. The new owners, Bart and Hannah Lewis, are excited to continue the Puckett's Jewelry legacy in Marshall County and are proud to support bluegrass music. Puckett's Jewelry on the square in Benton, Kentucky. Visit them online at PucketsJewelry.com. The Lake House Inn at Sled Creek has undergone complete renovation in 2023. Our outdoor space is unlike any other at Kentucky Lake. With two in-ground pools, 18 rooms, and four cabins, we're just a stone's throw away from Kentucky Dam. If you're looking to make memories with your family, this nostalgic inn is for you. Welcome to your lake house, where modern meets rustic and becomes home. Reserve online at lakehouseinn.com. Welcome back to the Hometown Bluegrass Show. I'm your host, Tim Batts, alongside of the great... That's you, man. Oh, Josh Williams. Josh Williams. That's me. Man, glad you're here, man. Hey, thanks. Yeah, no problem. We host the Hometown Bluegrass Show, and uh, we're glad you're joining us. Each episode, we are going to interview someone in the music industry, and we have chosen for our first couple of episodes to interview our presenting sponsor. We're so glad to have Allen Music Shop, downtown Paducah, as our presenting sponsor for the Hometown Bluegrass Show. And so we have the owner, Mr. Brandon Allen. Brandon, how are you, buddy? Good. Thanks for having me. You're welcome, sir. We are in your music store, so, uh, you know, we kind of barged our way in. So, But this is cool. We get to record the podcast right here in the music store, uh, guitars, instruments, all kind of things around. So we're currently sitting in uh, one of the lesson rooms here at Allen Music um, where 20-time Bluegrass Guitar Player of the Year teaches, Josh sometimes, Williams. Yeah, sometimes, yeah. And uh, so... Uh, you have to uh, come take some lessons from Josh. And uh, so anyway, man, thanks for having us. We appreciate you being on the show. Yeah, I'm glad to be here, man. It's a lot oh, of fun. All right. Yeah, you seem like you're having fun so far. <laughs> He's like, what are these crazy guys doing? <laughs> but it is cool because, um, like earlier, you know, Josh did a little guitar tip. We just whooped a D28 Martin brand new off the shelf and played it. And, uh, you know, that's pretty cool to have that kind of stuff. So Yeah. It is. So you guys have everything here. Um, it's funny. I was setting up earlier for the podcast, all the equipment, everything, and had a young man in here playing electric guitar on a amp and listening to that. It was just funny because the I thought the the mixture. We're here to do a bluegrass radio show, <laughs> and this, this young man's in there just shredding out and shredding <laughs> it on this thing. And but that's what Allen Music's all about. I mean, I thought you guys just cater to everybody, don't you? We do. It was kind of funny, the, the young man you were talking about. You know, he was, uh, he's a teenager, probably 16, 17 years old, but he bought a, a vintage 1980s PV Bandit 112 that we had taken in on trade, you know, who knows when. And so um, it's one thing I love about, you know, I grew up here. Since I was old enough to walk, Dad would bring me to work with him. And, um, you know, it's Every day is like Christmas. You never know what's going to come through the front door. You know, when you advertise to buy, sell, and trade, mm-hmm. you know, we get used gear in all the time. And uh, it, it's so fun because it's a generational bridge. Mm-hmm. You know, you got this 16-year-old kid buying this amp that was brand new when I was 16, <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. uh, 30, 
five years ago. Right, ish. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, yeah, it's fun. Well, that's cool. You mentioned your your dad. He started the business. Him and your mom, uh, Boyce and Cheryl, back in when was it? Yeah. So my dad, my mom, and my grandmother. Okay. We called her Mama Allen. Gotcha. Um, and Ed Allen uh, in 1965. 65. Okay. Yeah. So in 1945, um, my grandparents, my dad's parents, came over um, to Paducah, and um, they started Allen's Sewing Shop in 1945. In this spot? In the yeah, right. So in '45, it was actually where City Hall building is. Oh, okay. But um, when when City Hall decided that's where they wanted their home office, they made everybody relocate. Okay. And bought those properties, and and fortunately, um, you know, the 215 Kentucky Avenue block was was where Mama Allen decided to relocate. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, Dad came along. And he started a band when he was 13, and by the time he was uh, 16, the local music store uh, decided to retire, go out of business. And um, and uh, my my grandmother, we called her Mama Allen. She she asked him for the phone number to St. Louis Music, uh, to which was the kind of the regional wholesale distributor for music gear at the time, and they're still in business today. But um, so that she could get you know guitars, guitar parts, strings, accessories, cables, picks and have those in the store for my dad and his buddies in, in their bands to have somewhere oh, to go. Oh, okay. To have somewhere to go to get I those kinds of things. I was wondering how the sewing machine and right. store and the music store was going to combine. So, But that's what it was, was to cater for your dad's love of music and all his buddies. Exactly. Oh, that's cool. Okay, I didn't know that. My dad's love for music um, was the kind of that, that seed there yeah. where Mama Allen wanted to take care of her son right, and his yeah. buddies. And, uh, and, you know, my Mama Allen was very entrepreneurial, you know, like um, she had a couple rent houses back in the day and, mm-hmm. and uh, she did buttonholes and, and um, sewing and, you know, whatever it took to, to pay the bills and mm-hmm. make money and put food on the table because my dad's dad died when he was 16 of a heart attack. And so mm-hmm. Mama Allen had to take care of my Aunt Lil and my dad you gotcha. know, on her own from that day, day forward. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I didn't know that. Yep. Well, if anybody's from this area or even in the tri-state area, probably – 100 mile radius i mean they know boyce allen you know it's like mm-hmm. everybody knows they've come in to do business with them yep. you know and that's like i want to do business there because your dad you know everybody loved your dad you oh, know yeah. and he's still just such a great guy he i'm sure he plays lots of things i've seen him play the keyboard yeah and stuff. what does he play everything or is he just that's his main instrument or what yeah the keyboard was probably his favorite thing you know um he had bought a a brand new, we we still have the keyboard he bought when he was like 16 years old for his band oh, wow. up in the attic yeah. um i've still got his little gibson practice amp that his daddy bought him when he was 10 years old his very first practice amp it's out there on display oh wow and uh but he um yeah acoustic guitar rhythm guitar electric guitar lead guitar uh he played um lead guitar remember the heath high school uh miss perkins um, kaleidoscope? kaleidoscope yeah yeah he played in the kaleidoscope band a couple years back oh, back wow. in the day okay and uh of course he plays bass guitar yeah he did a little mandolin yeah he taught some fiddle lessons back in the day yeah so a little bit of everything that's awesome yeah i heard i hear josh can play the mail and fiddle i'm, I'm not sure yeah. if he can or not but uh, who? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh well so uh, when did you guys start offering like music lessons and stuff? Like, well, back when uh, you know, Dad bought Mom Allen out in 1976. Mm-hmm. Um, then uh, he um, to grow the business, he would work you know that nine to five, nine to six, and mm-hmm. then uh, 
when he would lock the doors, he had um, he started giving lessons after hours. Oh, okay. Um, in the eighties, you yeah. know, late seventies, early eighties, and uh, just to kind of all have another thing to offer to the mm-hmm. community. Yeah. And uh, then when I got old enough, you know, he taught me, and I I started teaching mm-hmm. down here as well. But I'd say the first lessons were from Dad back in you know like nineteen eighty two. Yeah. Ballpark. That's you know? cool. It is cool because I have a lot of customers will come in. And they'll say, "Your daddy gave me my first guitar lesson." Really? You know, and then they're, and they're bringing in like their kid or their grandkid, yeah. to take lessons here. That's cool. You know, well, if you've never been to Allen Music Shop, I've been shopping in here for I don't know, maybe I I didn't start playing until I was later in life, but maybe fifteen years or so. But things have changed so much since I've been coming in here. You just the, the aesthetics of the store, the look, the feel, you know. But first of all, it's downtown Paducah, which is a cool town. You know, I mean, Definitely. we're a block from the riverfront, you know, right here where the the Cumberland and the Tennessee run into the Ohio River. So we're, you know, such a beautiful place in downtown Paducah. So it's just a cool destination. So to have a music shop like this that's been here 100 and whatever years is pretty cool, you know. So um, speaking of that, I've got this pick that I bought uh earlier and uh, this is um a guy you have your luthier that does a lot of work for you mm-hmm. uh took some boards from the upstairs of this building right 125 year old oak red oak wood yeah these buildings were built in the 1890s wow that's yeah. crazy and we, so he started we, making guitar picks yeah and yeah, i just bought one we and had it's gonna a, make uh, me play like josh williams right <laughs> oh 100 well that and a lesson from josh yeah, with, with, oh, yeah. See, yeah. only one guitar lesson that's yeah, it yeah take one <laughs> But yeah, this is cool, man. How did yep. this come about? Yeah, so we had a. Um, oh, let me think. It was before COVID. Um, we had uh, the the back thirty feet of the um, the warehouse. The, you know, the garage warehouse in the back of the music shop. Um, there was some settling <clears throat> happening from like snow and ice over oh, okay. over the past hundred yeah. years, and some of the old uh, two by eights in the uh, ceiling roof. You know, the rafters yeah. um, started to bow. And we had to do some repairs to the roof, and and the uh, city inspector was like, you know, you're going to have to replace a few of these two-by-eights, you know, to meet city code. And I'm like, no problem, but I I I told the roofer and the city guy, it's like, don't throw those boards out, though. I got a plan for them. Oh, okay. So you had this idea then. Yeah, I had had some ideas for that all along. And and so one of our luthiers uh, made a couple guitars already out of the – uh, yeah. three so far and we've yeah. sold one already and then the other luthier has made i don't know 50 60 70 picks already and, and oh wow that's yeah. cool well you told me yeah. this was a limited edition but i guess it's not well, it is it's, it's one of 70 so far <laughs> <laughs> well the guitars are cool i mean we saw the first one he made for you was special yeah. I, I mean you put a price tag on it for a million dollars so i assume it's, it's yeah. not for sale well, so. 999,999 oh, okay. so, uh, what a deal yeah. <laughs> what a deal come on down and get one of those special uh, guitars so it's electric guitar right special yep. edition what what's yep. it called i mean does it have a name so yeah i mean it's a gentner um, okay. which is the last name of our luthier okay. and one of our luthiers and then the um uh, he made that guitar after Josh remind me, uh, it was a, it's a Gibson Melody Maker mm. um, with a um, with a uh, oh that that pickup in there. It's like a a mini humbucker pickup that Lindy Fraylin wrapped for us, um, hand wrapped. It's pretty cool. Deal. Oh yeah. So um, 
but yeah, it's a it's a solid body Gibson Melody Maker style yeah. of guitar, which was you know like from the '60s, and we kind of wanted something vintage looking, yeah. something from that era. Well, they look amazing. You need to come by and check those out. They're really cool, yep. really cool guitars. So. You can catch the rest of the interview that Josh and I have with Brandon Allen of Allen Music next week on the Hometown Bluegrass Show.